0: Guys, welcome back to the Forking Wellness Podcast. My name is Barry Strickoff, registered dietitian.
1: And I'm Sophie Bertrand, registered nutritionist, and we are the authors of the Forking Wellness book and obviously the Forking Wellness Podcast.
0: Each week we sit down and we discuss all things health and wellness from debunking diet myths to nutrition information, lifestyle factors, etc.
1: Stick with us while we try and work out what the Fork Wellness really is.
0: I don't even know what we do this week's episode of the forking wellness podcast is sponsored by exhale coffee the first specialty coffee in the UK to be sourced and roasted especially for health their unique process is designed to lock in the natural plant chemicals and involves nine different tests at independent laboratories across Europe all overseen by their in-house team of experts You guys know that I love my morning cup of coffee. I could not part with it. I'm so happy to introduce exhale into my morning routine. Independent tests show that one cup of exhale coffee tested to have the antioxidant power of 12 punnets of blueberries. That's 55 oranges or 1.2 kilograms of kale. It's a lot of antioxidants, so much so that it tests 40% higher in polyphenols. And if you're not a huge caffeine lover, the decaf is the same coffee as the regular, but it's decaffeinated using a chemical-free mountain water process, which uses only the purest spring water from the highest mountain in Mexico. Honestly, guys, I have put the beans in my coffee machine. And as always, I so look forward to that first cup of coffee. The magic to the exhale coffee is sourcing and roasting to retain More of and bring out more of the coffee's healthy compound. If you guys want to try Exhale Coffee, use code WELL40 for 40% off your first bag in a subscription plus free delivery. So go to www.exhalecoffee.com, use code WELL40 for 40% off, and you guys won't be disappointed
1: hi guys welcome back to the talking wellness podcast it is just barry and i this week and we are kind of doing like a little follow-up episode from when we did an episode with dr tara a good few months ago now
0: yeah and we're gonna we talked about like our post lockdown kind of like anxieties, and now we are living through the post lockdown life. So kind of just were our predictions accurate? Do we have the anxieties that we thought we did and kind of like things that we're noticing, how we're coping, et cetera. Um, so yeah, that that's what we're gonna chat about today.
1: Yeah, talking about posts, I guess it's not really post COVID cause it's still very much a thing, but theoretically the world is normal. Um, don't have to wear face masks anymore can have as many people are gathering weddings are going ahead um so yeah let's get into it and chit chat about our feelings
0: <laughs> <laughs> here we go I'm getting so emotional yeah <laughs> so before when we spoke to Tara I was worried about like which like sounds really trivial it sounds like so stupid I was worried about like um what I was what my post lockdown like identity was gonna be it's not was, stupid like, at all sorry coughing um it wasn't stupid but like in the greater scheme of things like there's so much other things to like worry about and there's so much other things to care about and not that it was like a shallow thought but it was just like it actually wasn't that big of a deal but because I had nothing else to like focus on during lockdown it really was this kind of like not issue but it was something that I like often thought about it's all relevant yes um so regarding like coming back to america and like seeing friends and family i was like a bit nervous like had things changed like it was like two years um the answer is like no like i i'm so lucky that i have such like an amazing family and group of friends that like no matter how much time has passed like it does it feels like i saw them yesterday like Mm -hmm. i saw all my friends um and it didn't feel like i hadn't seen them in two years which is like the nicest feeling ever Um, and same with my parents, we ended up extending our trip two weeks. Mm -hmm. So we only went out for two weeks and then, um, yeah, we, I'm still here. I'm still in America. Um, and then I fly home this week. Um, so all of that has kind of been like amazing. None of that has like been an issue at all. And then my post lockdown wardrobe, I'm actually still struggling with this in the sense of like, I haven't really bought new clothes. Um, maybe like a few outfits, but like not really, Um, and I just like, don't know what I like to wear anymore because like I lived in sweatpants for so long in lockdown. And now I just like, don't know like what I feel comfortable in. And there's this like trend going on. Like when I keep going shopping here, it's all like, um, very like love shack fancy esque, where it's like very like, um, ruffles and like poofy sleeves and like, everything is like pastels here when I go to the shops and it's just like, that's so not my vibe. Like I'm not a pastel wearing like ruffles kind of gal. Um, and so I, I just- don't like, like ruffles. Nothing, just like nothing looks good at me because I just- That's like, not true. But I think <laughs> the current trend just like doesn't suit. Do you know what I mean? I and- can
1: actually relate. And it's something that I did not think I would relate to at all. But having been wearing maternity clothes for like the last part of my pregnancy and then stupidly, like when I packed up my house- to move in with my parents before we renovated, I was just like, oh, I'm pregnant. Like, I don't need any of my normal clothes, like, suction bag those up, like, don't need them. And I got to my mum's, had the baby literally like the day after I moved into my mum's. And I was like, I have no clothes. And I was literally wearing my maternity clothes for like a week. And I was like, my body's not the same as it was before. Definitely don't need to be wearing maternity clothes now, though. So I just went and brought all new things.
0: Oh, nice. Where'd you go?
1: I brought mainly from Pull and Bear few things from ASOS, but my thing was I was like everything I buy now so I was like I'm so excited to buy clothes again but then I realized actually everything I buy has to be breastfeeding friendly I need to be able to put my boob out easily (laughs) so that's been a challenge (laughs) so I've just been buying like strappy tops that I can like just slot down my shoulder um, I can't wear like it's not very easy for me to wear like a t-shirt unless it's got like a little zip in it. Otherwise, I'm like, if I'm in public, I have to like lift my belly out in public.
0: Stripping <laughs> in public. Yeah. I guess like it's actually uh, probably harder in summer to wear like breastfeeding-friendly clothes because in winter you can just wear like an oversized sweatshirt that you, or sweater like a V-neck that you can just like pull down. And mm. I think like actually like summer clothes might be like a bit more difficult.
1: Yeah, I think they both have their challenges. But little dresses are good that I can just oh, slip yeah, down. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I've mainly been wearing just—I brought myself some new leggings and just little crop tops, things that I can easily. And then I do have some maternity, uh, like nursing clothes, but yeah. they're just not that sexy. And I don't feel very sexy at all at the moment. And I want to feel somewhat good in my body.
0: <laughs> you have to like counterbalance, like yeah, exactly all the feelings, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I just like, I'm just having a struggle with clothing. And like, I spend so much time, like just like scrolling through like the Zara app and I just like never buy anything. And then mm. I see people wearing things. And I'm like, Oh, you look so cool in that. Like, I want to be cool like that. And then I just like, I just don't do it. I just don't, I don't know. I just like, I don't know. I just like, can't bring myself to like buy it for some reason. Cause I'm not sure what it's going to look like.
1: And I do like sometimes I get dressed in the morning and I'm like oh I wish I had like a little white strappy top and then I'm like right put it on the notes on my phone and I just order one
0: yeah I need do to that. do that and then I like started thinking oh god but now like when I come back to England like it's cold and it's rainy and I'm, like that's my-
1: another thing with the UK it's just so unpredictable in regards to the weather like I panic brought all these little shorts and dresses when we had that freaking heat wave yeah and I haven't worn some of them still I'm wearing August <laughs>
0: Exactly. I feel like it's like fall I'm like 20, like what do people wear in fall like yeah <laughs> that's like the silliest stress that I had I still have that I I wanted to emerge post-pandemic in a kind of like a new style which I haven't except I did buy myself a corduroy bucket hat that apparently everyone on Instagram hated uh um, I didn't I think you rocked it Thank you so much. I put up a story, and I said, "Do we like this?" And um no, the answer was no. You guys really <laughs> like it, um <laughs> which like I was really surprised at how many like strong feelings people had. I was gonna this.
1: say people are ballsy.
0: <laughs> like it, yeah. Like it was a hat.
1: Yeah, a hat. Like, In- Instagram is pretty harsh sometimes.
0: I thought it was like the most non-offensive piece of clothing I could have. It ever. was so
1: unoffensive. Like you you didn't put on like I don't know yeah a bin bag and say can I pull this off as like a little dress
0: yeah people did not like it I still wore it um which, which Mark was like why did you even ask if you were just going to wear it anyways and I was like you know what I don't know I just I just wanted to know what the just some cons-
1: reassurance that I didn't receive
0: <laughs> exactly exactly it was like I was just sourcing like some you know just a positive like Positive feedback, some positive mm. encouragement, words of affirmation, and I—I I got none of that. Okay. um I decided to wear it anyways because I thought it was cute and it went with my outfit. But I feel like is that something that I leave in America? Was that like a one-time thing? Like it was really cheap. It was from Forever Twenty One. It was like a few dollars. So like, oh, I
1: love Forever yeah. Twenty One in America.
0: Yeah, it's a lot better than in the UK. Yeah, hundred yes. percent. Yeah. So um, I'm—I don't know. Do I leave it here? Is that like an American Barry vibe? i, I don't know. But I think you should bring it back. I thought so too. And I got it cause it was like corduroy, which I thought could mm. transition to the fall. Um, oh
1: yeah. No, definitely bring it back.
0: But I don't know. Maybe like, I don't know. Yeah. Got some, Just... got some hate from it, but still posted that picture on Instagram. Cause I was like, you know what? Screw it. <laughs> Good. So yeah, that was that. Um, and I, yeah, I mean like post-lockdown life has been interesting. Both of us have such different post lockdown experiences mm-hmm. so I guess it's like it's just an interesting thing in terms of my worries were probably a bit more superficial um and your worries were a bit more legitimate
1: <laughs> no I wouldn't say that like uh, my so my fear was that like when they announced I think it, the original date was like June 21st or something um yeah. and Romeo was due on July 10th but he actually arrived on June 30th and I was like so the world opened back world opens back up and then I have my baby and I'm stuck inside like getting used to looking after a newborn whilst everyone else is like getting to go out and have fun and but at the same time I feel like obviously they pushed the date back to July 19th I think it was I feel like everyone thought it was going to be like this monumental day where like the world opened back up and we all got to go outside and live our lives again and I really didn't feel like that at all and I don't know anyone that did so I think that was kind of like I bigged that up in my head more than I needed to um on the flip side I have been looking at friends on Instagram living their life like for example when that heat wave hit everyone was like oh my god this is amazing outside like out with friends living my best life and I'm like Romeo is feeding every 30 minutes because he's you know hot I'm boiling he's not sleeping I'm not sleeping like it was literally hell um so I was just like really bitter that week and I was just like and you do like you question your sanity when you're looking after a newborn like the lack of sleep is indescribable it's the worst thing ever like that I've experienced I know worse things happen in life but I would genuinely give birth to him again if I could get my sleep back and I do not say that lightly I've really thought that over in my head as well and it was genuinely if you listen to my birth story it was the worst pain I've ever been in my life I would do that again to get my sleep back right now that is how affected I am by the lack of sleep
0: Yeah.
1: yeah I know I've really thought about whether or not to say this out loud as well and that's genuinely how I feel
0: wow that puts things into perspective Mm.
1: yeah so that's my life right now (laughs) and yeah I so I see like my friends on Instagram and and I'm like you are just living your normal day as you have done and my life has like been turned upside down and I love being Romeo's mom he's the best thing in the world I love him more than I ever could have imagined But I am desperately trying to get pieces of my life back right now
0: (laughs) whilst adjusting to my new life I can't even imagine like that transition where you had, you know, you didn't have to be responsible to anyone before, right? Like you did it whatever you wanted, whenever you wanted. Especially yeah. you so much freedom because you work for yourself, so you were really working on your own terms and living on your own terms.
1: And, and I had really perfected this life where I was looking after my mental health, physical health, like loving. I genuinely loved my life. I loved every day that I lived. Like I loved it. I perf- I feel like I perfected it. Yeah, and that's just gone. <laughs> yeah
0: but it's good that you're making sure that you get those like moments back when you can. Yeah, And also like, you don't want that old life anymore because that old life- 100%, like I'm ready for the now. new
1: one. I knew it was going to be completely different, yeah. but I, it's things like, things that I took for granted, like eating, sleeping, showering, getting to pee when I felt like it. I don't get to do any of that on my own time anymore. I'm like, oh, does Romeo need changing? Does he need burping? Is it his nap time? You know, does he need feeding again? And then I have to slot in with all those things.
0: <laughs> you nap when he naps?
1: Not in the day. I try and nap more so in the evening. It sounds so silly, but there's actually not time to nap in the day. And even when he's napping, I'm like, oh, can I just say as well, people tell you newborns sleep for like so many hours a day. Romeo does not. His eyes are open. He is very alert a lot of the time. And when he is sleeping for like one to two hours, um, I want to eat. Yeah. Breastfeeding him. And I want to like pop out quickly and take bear on a walk. Or I don't know, I wanted or get through some emails. Like it sounds silly. and I know I'm complaining that I'm sleep deprived, but I really feel like a one hour nap isn't going to benefit me. I need a block sleep.
0: <laughs> I know what you mean, especially because like, I feel like you and I are not nappers.
1: No. And I'm one of those people that when you nap in the day, you know, you get those weird real life dreams that freak you out. Happens to me every single time. So I'm like, like I'm not going to do that to myself.
0: Lucid dreaming. Yes mark had his first lucid dream while we were here and it freaked <sighs> out
1: oh it's they're awful yeah And i get them nine times out of ten when i nap in the day
0: i've never had one they sound terrible they're awful yeah i mean look like you know your body and you know if like those nap times don't work but like i don't know you might get to a breaking point where you just need to sleep for a lucid dream. i mean
1: there's been a few occasions where i've literally had like an early dinner at like four or five and then I put Romeo on me feed him and then we sleep and then like I doze off for a few hours but again he he really likes to sleep on me and I can't sleep when he's sleeping on me so I need to make sure that like there's a family member in the room or you know around me at some point so that like obviously it's dangerous I don't want his face like flat down on me whilst I'm sleeping
0: of of course um yeah that's it's so tough and there's no like there's nothing to like remedy that. It's just like time. Yeah.
1: That's the thing. Like it, it is just time. And everyone keeps telling me it gets better at six to eight weeks. So I'm on that kind of countdown. <laughs> so how
0: old is he right now? He
1: will be five weeks on Wednesday, the day this episode's out. <laughs> oh, how exciting. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, so you're almost there in terms yeah. of like,
1: and I'm not like, ho- I'm not thinking it's going to be some like life-changing day where all of a sudden he sleeps more, but 90% of people have told me it starts to get better. So we'll see.
0: <laughs> Fingers crossed. Everyone put positive vibes out into the universe. <laughs> yeah. uh, and we're hoping that things, just so he sleeps like a bit longer and you can go long. That's the thing. Deep. Yeah,
1: I need awesome. like, I want this three hour sleep thing that everyone keeps talking about. I'm like, my baby doesn't sleep like that.
0: <laughs> That's so funny. Um, like that all you're asking for is like, a mirror Yeah, I know. I know. And hopefully things will get better and then you'll look back on this time the way you look back on your birth story, we're like, I would do it again. Yeah. 100%. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah, things change and hopefully yeah. it will it'll get better.
1: Yes. We're praying. Well, I always this thought has always comforted me. No matter what is going on in your life, no one thing can last for too long, whether that's good or bad, nothing stays the same for too long. So it will change. Sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: Time time passes right it makes everything better yeah. um and yeah I'm I'm looking forward to get back to the UK um in terms of like things opening and stuff things have been like really open here like New York has been like really opened
1: yeah um, I have friends in LA and they've literally been living their same life for like a really good few months now but how do you feel about um like mask wearing and I don't know if this is going to go down a bit controversially on the podcast because I know like so many people are like I'm still going to wear a mask it's a responsible thing to do but like honestly how do
0: you feel um so I am double vaccinated um so I feel a lot more comfortable not Mm. wearing a mask when I'm outside I feel like I don't want to wear it um 100% but I will still continue to wear it on public transportation Mm. like when I take the tube and buses and trains and planes and <laughs> everything what um, about like
1: supermarkets
0: I uh, I think I will because it doesn't make that much difference to my life if I go in with a mask or if I don't and like if it's I don't know I, I feel like it's not that much of a chore to just mm-hmm. like pop on a mask and go around the supermarket and take it off when you get out I probably I say I want to just because I feel like that is like the thing that like it, it, it's have not, you been wearing one in America when we go in stores yeah and again some stores are mandatory some stores are like if you're I think mm, the, I've the,
1: seen the, that actually
0: the rule here is like if you're double vaccinated then you don't have to oh
1: interesting
0: um and then if you aren't then it's like you should but there's no really rules I don't think it's like mandatory I don't think you can mm. really enforce it can you
1: mm-hmm.
0: um but I'd like to say that I'd still wear it just because it's like the safer option. But um, when push comes to shove, in reality, will I do it 100% of the time? Probably not, and that's just me being honest. But like, I, 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 I want to, because I feel like it's not that much of an effort and it's the responsible thing to do. But um, I probably will do it less than I intend to do, just because, I was gonna like,
1: say, there's kind of like, now in my head when I pop out, like to the shops, um, not that I've been going out that much, but, it's like before it was like, oh, I can't get in without a mask. And now like subconsciously, I'm like, well, if I'm just popping in for something, I can just like run in and get it and not have a mask on. Yeah. But I, I would 100% wear one on public transport, things like that. But saying that I have absolutely no intention of going on public transport anytime soon. So
0: Exactly. So not something that you have to worry about, but it's, it's still mandatory on the planes. Mm. Like um, when I flew from, london to jfk had to wear it and then even when i went down to florida to see my grandparents i had to wear it how was that on the plane like the whole way wearing a mask
1: that's a pretty long flight
0: yeah it was it was annoying don't get me wrong like it's not like the most comfortable situation but Mm. um it wasn't that bad actually you're allowed to remove it for like eating and drinking um oh yeah of course and then also like mark and i had a whole row to ourselves on the plane so there was like no one in the middle That's
1: seat.
0: so nice yeah so um I felt pretty safe like in turn and I wasn't fully then. so I got my first vaccine mm. in the UK and then I got my second vaccine in America which was very lucky because I was able to get it yeah. a lot earlier because I still think my second dose vaccine appointment in the UK would be like end of August
1: yeah ash isn't until isn't September
0: Exactly. So I was really lucky. And now the UK recognizes vaccines from America. Uh, Amazing. So I don't have to quarantine when I come home. Yeah. Which is like incredibly lucky.
1: Well, this is the thing, like they're saying, you know, double vaccinated is like you back to normal. So there's not, theoretically, there's no reason for you to quarantine.
0: Right. Exactly. I still think technically you can be a carrier I don't know if that's like 100% accurate. You well,
1: know I'm just so confused with all the different types of information out there. Like know. seriously, like maybe we just stop the COVID talk because I actually feel a little bit uneducated to even talk about it. And yeah. there's so much controversy and back and forth with it that, yeah, it's confusing. And I don't even watch the news that much because it depresses me. So I
0: know it's very, it's very frustrating, but, um, there was something that came out today that like, um. If you are double-vaxxed, then you do, like, I think the new Delta cases are on the rise, obviously, and it's, there was, like, one in eight people who get the new Delta variant are vaxxed, so, like, you're seven times more likely to get it if you're not vaxxed, obviously, mm. um, so just, like, if you are eligible for the vaccine, think about it, because you're not impervious just because you're healthy, like, yeah. you can anyone kind of thing. Um, Definitely, so um, sorry if that was political, but I feel very strongly on that.
1: Uh, yeah, no, you you get your point across if you feel strongly on it. Like, I I mean, thus you know, like I said, I don't feel like I don't know enough about it to preach sometimes, so.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that, that's, that's been interesting, like, in terms of, like, we went out to the city. I was out in Manhattan the other weekend, and we went out for dinner, and then we went to this um, bar, like, next door, um, and it's, like, a live music bar. And we got it's there pretty fun. early. Yeah, it's really fun. But we got there pretty early because we went straight after dinner, and there was like no one really there. And like the warm up band was on, and it like wasn't that crowd, and it was really nice. And then like as the night progressed, it was like I was packed like sardines at the <gasps> because we See, have-
1: I think that would freak me
0: out. I was intoxicated, so it didn't freak me out as much. But like reflecting oh, okay. back mm. on it, I I really don't like that I did that.
1: Yeah,
0: but yeah, um, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> Yeah, so once it was like people were like shoving me and drinks were spilling on me I was like
1: oh no. god no yeah but so you get back to the UK you start living a normal life again what are you like most excited about from like now moving forward
0: I don't know I think I think honestly I'm kind of excited to get back into the office at work mm. um so I'm only gonna go in like once a week but it's just like knowing that like other people are also going to be there and yeah just, a little I think bit I think, of normality Yeah. Like I don't want to go back to the office seven, five days, seven days, five days. Um, I actually like working from home and being flexible and, you know, more productive at home than I am Mm -hmm. in the office. But at the same time, it, it is so nice to get that like social, um, like just that connection with people. And mm. sometimes work is so much easier if you're like next to the person instead of like online trying to figure yeah. something out. So this definitely has its pros and its cons, but I am kind of excited to just getting into that kind of routine. I have not been in a gym routine since I got here. So like it's been a month and I don't think I've exercised once. Um and I'm at the point where I'm kind of craving it because mm. also I've been eating and drinking my way through New York, like the most amazing food. It um, looks amazing. Yeah, and it's been great. But like, also like, it's kind of the thing when like Mark's here, there's so many things that he's never had or like yeah, he exposed to as a child. So even like yesterday, we were just running an errand for my mom. We were in the supermarket and we passed an aisle of like, I don't know if you've ever had these, but like Entman donut pop-ums. So like- Never. They're like, do they're, like, you know- munchkins from dunkin donuts yeah yeah they're like that but they're like a different brand that you get in the this oh, okay for any american listening like we all know what we're talking about right and they're they're so delicious and he never had them so obviously we bought a box and we just ate them last night and just like brought back all like the childhood memories but Aww. like just like showing him all the stuff that like i yeah used to eat, like carvel ice cream and just like all the stuff so it's like i've just been like educating him via food which has been Mm. great but I'm kind of at the point where I'm starting to like that point of intuitive eating where you crave vegetables yeah
1: it's kicking Um, in
0: It's it's starting to kick in. Um, Like, where's the green? (laughs) And I, I eat so many vegetables here. Don't get me wrong, but it's just, it's not compared to my normal routine. Yeah. Um, And I don't really like make dinners here, so I'm not like in control, which has been great to be honest. It's so nice to be cooked for when you're like, yeah, who's like always cooking. But I actually am kind of like looking forward to like getting into like a more like gym routine. And I Mm -hmm. know that from pre-pandemic, like I am, I stay. The most accountable when I'm in a class setting, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
1: you always have done,
0: yeah, exactly. Um, so I don't know if that's fully opened and like what's available, but when I get back, like I really want to start going to workout classes.
1: Mm. Yeah, I'm really excited to establish some sort of routine, hopefully in the near future. But I've also really enjoyed going out to restaurants and coffee shops and just meeting friends. I yeah. have, I'm so grateful for that. Like, I Yeah, that's just been really nice. Um, And I'm actually really, this sounds so silly, but I'm really excited for next year (laughs) because I feel like in 2022, COVID will actually be more a thing of the past. I know it's still going to be in the background, but also got my big wedding next year. Hopefully we'll be going on our honeymoon, like be back in my house and Romeo will be like in more of a routine and we'll have established our like groove together. So I'm definitely excited for the future right now.
0: Yeah. And he's going to be, like, a real person. kind of. I know. You know I mean?
1: He's going to be able to wear the little Ralph Lauren shirt you brought him.
0: <laughs> stuff. I was in uh, the outlets here the other day. Um, and we were in the Ralph Lauren store. And I, Mar- Mark was, like, looking around. He's like, oh, you're going to check there? I'm like, no, I'm going to go straight to the baby stuff and see what's oh. there." But they didn't have any newborn stuff. They only had stuff from, like, two to six. Which oh, was really he's nostalgic.
1: actually wearing a little Ralph Lauren baby girl today. <laughs> Please send
0: me pictures. Um, <laughs> but, like, I was... I was just, like, straight mainlined to the baby stuff. It was so annoying that they didn't have, like, baby, baby stuff. It was just, like, kids.
1: I know. Um, I love all the, the Zara kids wear as well, but they don't have newborn stuff. So as soon as he hits one, I'm like, <laughs> I'll be in Zara. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I'm really excited to see him, like, grow into, like, a little baby and, like, have like, crawling all over the place. Like he's so cute. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for COVID to kind of be like in the past as well, in terms of like, I think we just learned to adapt, right? So it's probably Mm. still gonna be a thing, but we just learn how to adapt around it.
1: Yeah. And we actually have a wedding that we're going to in September, don't we? Which I'm also pretty excited for. And actually originally when I got the invite, I was like heavily pregnant and I was like, oh God, like I don't even be able to go, like I'll be breastfeeding. Mom was like, "Don't be silly. Like, express for the day. Go have a good time, kind of thing." So I'm really excited to just be a normal human that day and go to a <laughs> wedding with friends.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be so bad I'm really, really, really excited for that. I need to get a dress. Actually, that's reminded me. Oh too. God,
1: yeah, I need to like go through my suction bags with all my <laughs> clothes in and see if I've got a dress I can wear. <laughs> my
0: suction bags, <laughs> my zipper hoovered bags. Yeah, that's gonna be really exciting. I am very excited for that. I also like. Really hope that um certain borders open up. Like Mark's niece, or like our niece, I guess. But like Mark's yeah. baby's still in Australia. Oh, of course. Never yeah. Her. Um, she's. Turned, so awful. Yeah, she's turning two this November, October. Um. So as of right now, like we really are tr- hoping they can come over for Christmas. To Australia mm. is just like so strict that yeah right now they're not going to be able to because they'd have to go back and have to quarantine in a hotel for two weeks and with a two-year-old it's like the worst thing oh my god no not doable so I'm hoping that um that opens up and we can make a trip down to Australia in 2022 which is like gosh
1: the- that'll be so exciting I've never been to Australia
0: no me neither um so that's exciting I also have so many weddings next year um like friends like yours and two of my best friends here in America um so I feel like next year is going to be a lot of travel
1: yeah yeah I can't wait to like go traveling next year really excited oh good things to come
0: I know so did you push your honeymoon back just a year so it's going to be next summer or
1: um well no it would have been in 2020 so we pushed everything back two years basically because obviously we got pregnant
0: (laughs) so is it is it during the summer like LA in the summer
1: yeah it will be um probably towards the end of August
0: amazing that's gonna be so nice and do you plan to take Romeo, or it's like too early to decide or like no
1: I'm taking him I'm Either. like I am there's no way I can leave him for like three weeks okay. um yeah I we haven't fully sorted out the plans like I think my parents and my family are gonna go and like do a trip at the same time or with us in some way I don't know so we've spoken about because Ash really wants to do New York on the way he loves definitely. New York. So we maybe spoke about me and Ash going out to New York and then like my mum meeting us on the West Coast with Romeo. That's good. Um, like that. Yeah. I'm, I, I don't know though. Like we'll see. But he's definitely coming. Got it. He <laughs> He'll be there on the beach with us. Oh,
0: it's so cute. He's going to be such a beach baby, isn't he? I know. Oh
1: my God, I can't wait. I just really hope his hair grows as long as Ash's, so that he can be this little surfer dude oh God, on the man. West Coast of America. I have a very specific oh. vision for him.
0: The vision board the, is coming out. I, I'll, I'll, I'll buy him his first set of puka shell necklaces. Oh, so
1: <laughs> maybe you could put, um, do matching hats with him as
0: well. Oh my God, yes. Um, the bucket hat will continue. I'm yeah. into it despite what Instagram says. Um, I'm going to keep it alive.
1: Fork the haters.
0: Yeah, fork the haters. <laughs> I'm just trying to think like in terms of like the social aspect that we were kind of worried about, like not knowing like how to like talk to people <laughs> like mm. in person. I've not experienced that. I found it like really no, easy I haven't at life.
1: all. Yeah. Um, super easy. And I've-, I've loved like obviously now that Romeo's born and like different friends coming out of London to see us. Like that's just been really special as well. And like you said, haven't even thought about like, oh I haven't seen you in ages. Like what's the conversation gonna be?
0: yeah it's been really natural I feel like yeah like everyone's in the same situation just all itching to be like social again so like you just find things to talk about and that's like 100% back. I can't believe I like worried about that
1: I feel like we all learned so much about ourselves throughout the pandemic that like that's a topic of conversation as well like not
0: necessarily COVID
1: but more like the people we are and want to become and like how we want to move forward
0: yeah 100% exactly Which is like kind of nice because I don't think we would have, not that like COVID was nice, but I don't think we would have ever had that time to like reflect. No,
1: I'm a much better person because of COVID.
0: Yeah, see, oh, I don't know if I'm a much better person, but I like to think (laughs) I'm slightly better. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't really know (laughs) though. But yeah, it's been good. I'm actually like, we moved house like flats and we were only there for like a week before I came out here. Mm, I mean,
1: I can't wait to come and see
0: it. It looks amazing. I can't wait to like go back and actually like live in yeah. it. Yeah. Um, we still have like unpacking to do. Everything's oh, kind God. of like pushed into the spare room and like door closed. Um, so actually like needing to go and like unpack that um, so people can actually come and visit and stay. And that's another yeah. thing. Like, now, um, I have like all these people saying that they want to come and visit because now people from the U.S. who are vaccinated are able to come to the U.K. without yeah. quarantining. Um, so like my parents are gonna come and. May-ish time next year. Um, My brother and his girlfriend are going to come and like my friends are going to come. Oh God,
1: I can finally meet your mom in person. I'm so excited. I I feel like I know her so well, but I just need to see her in person.
0: I know. I feel like um, we're just talking about all the things that we're going to do. And like, she's just so excited to go to UK supermarket and like see Uh, the
1: difference. I mean, it's really not as exciting as the US one. So tell her not to get too excited.
0: I have like never noticed it so much as like- really
1: oh my god I've all I mean I have obviously spent way less time in America than you because you grew up there but I've always noticed it like it's just so much better in America
0: <laughs> I was like this was the first time that I was like actually shocked and like yeah it, it is kind of shocking mm-hmm. um I think because maybe prior I always felt like I was visiting the UK whereas like yeah this is probably the first time in my life I actually feel like I live there um mm. and it just feels really different just like we have all the same stuff but nowhere near the variety yeah
1: the yeah option. that's yeah
0: if you want something there's like one version of that mm-hmm. in the supermarket you either get that or you don't get it yeah um we're here for every item there might be like six brands that are doing it so you Literally. can really pick and choose um and just yeah like there was a whole aisle devoted to pickles and like that was i
1: remember a- i remember the popcorn aisle in yep. whole foods in america and there were so many different types of popcorn. It was amazing.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's just like variety, and it's yeah, you realize like there's just that's missing in the UK. Just like the sheer options mm-hmm. and being able to like pick all my fruits and vegetables. Snacks
1: for me is a big one as well. Like get more snacks.
0: <laughs> yeah, more snacks. Justice for more snacks. Literally. <laughs> the snack brands need to be available in the supermarket. Cause like, there's so yeah. many great snack brands out there mm-hmm. and like we find them on Instagram and like we yeah. buy them and stuff like that. But like, you can't always get them in the stores. I know. And like, I want to be able to go do my food shop and like pick up all my favorite snacks. Exactly. Like, and yeah. you could only get them online or like Amazon or something like that. So yeah, that's definitely a big one. More snacks. And yeah, I'm excited to like travel. I want to like, obviously meet Romeo and see you. I haven't seen you in so long. Oh
1: my God, I know um, that's it never seen feels seen. like I haven't seen you though, when I see you, but there's we actually, yeah, we talk so much, but I actually, yeah, you need to meet Romeo ASAP.
0: Isn't it going to be crazy? I'm so excited. Like yes. I've actually like never held a baby as young as Romeo.
1: So many, so many of my friends have been like, I've never, like how do I hold a newborn? I've never held yeah. one. And literally the day before I had him, I said to my mom, I was like, I don't know how to hold a newborn. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I've never, never held a newborn. Like held babies, but like, newborns.
1: yeah,
0: like there's a lot more pressure whole yeah for I some way what you. I just feel like you're gonna have to put me on the couch and like put all like the pillows around me <laughs> and, like cushion me in. And, like, you'll you know, be
1: fine. you'll be fine.
0: <laughs> and yeah, I think that's really it. I feel like I stressed a lot about like the unknown. and I think what this has all shown me is that like you can you can try and prepare as much as you want for like the unknown, but like, you just don't know until you're going through it and then actually mm. for me and I know this is different for you for some of my worries I had like you just worry because you have nothing else to do like yeah I worried about the stupidest things and actually none of them were worth worrying about
1: mm. and everything exactly.
0: yeah. so puts things into perspective
1: awesome that was a lovely little catch-up
0: yes and just a heads up we're gonna take a break yeah in the next few weeks
1: I think this is a really nice episode to end on because we did speak a lot about like life and the world and how everything changing and I feel like you and I like Barry said when just before we jumped on it's all we've almost recorded we've been almost been recording for two years and we've put out an episode every single week without fail which I'm so proud of and it's been so fun but especially now that like I know that like you're already busy with work. You've obviously just been in America for a month, and I've obviously got a newborn. Like we need a few weeks off.
0: Yeah, and I think so. And then we can come
1: back refreshed.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think a lot of people do kind of their podcasts in like seasons, so they'll like Mm. breaks in between like the different seasons. And we just we just put one out every every week because yeah. What's topical and what we want to talk about, and things like that. And I think sometimes taking stepping away from something gives you more energy to come back to it. Hundred um, percent. So I think I'm actually looking forward to kind of taking some time and then getting really excited about things that we wanted to talk about. Um,
1: Same. And I feel like September is like the start. Not that we're at school anymore, but it's like the start of you know the okay. summer's over. It's a yeah. bit of a refresh. So I feel very happy about coming back in September
0: yes and then we'll also be able to plan some very exciting things in yes
1: we November. do have things going on in the background um that we will announce when we come back in a few weeks
0: which is very exciting and I hope you guys just kindly be patient and wait for those few weeks <laughs> until we come back with a few new episodes but um it's a great time to like catch up or re-listen I was to gonna it.
1: say go back we have so many different episodes um so so many
0: yeah yeah if you
1: missed anything please do go back
0: and then as always just like send us messages about like topics Mm -hmm. that you want us to cover um because and then or guests that you want us to have on that's always super helpful
1: definitely we'll still be putting out content on the forking wellness page on instagram um so yeah do we're still there still keep in touch but we will be back all refreshed at the beginning of september
0: amazing well thanks so much for listening guys have a great week bye Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the Forking Wellness Podcast. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe.
1: And share with your friends if you love this episode. It really does
0: help us get seen in the chart. You can now also order our Forking Wellness book anywhere books are sold. Order it on Amazon Prime for next day delivery.
1: And Barnes & Noble in America. And if you love the book, we would so appreciate a review on Amazon. We absolutely love hearing your feedback and we really hope you enjoy it. We'll speak to you guys next week. Bye.